welcome to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm Kimisha Lucier, Senior Pastor of A Day of Prayer. And today we are continuing our discussion on prophetic intercession, um, praying for your children before trouble arises. And my, my beloved husband is here with me again today. Thank you so much for being here, sweetheart. I, I appreciate it. Well, thank you for welcoming me on your show, honey, honey. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I want us to make sure that we, we hone in on the fact that there is an adversary who tries to steal the destinies of every human being on the planet. And his target for them is when they're children. The adversary comes in to pervert, disrupt, to steal, to taint, and to destroy the plan of God for every human's life. But he always comes in when they're children. And mm -hmm. as parents, it's our job and it's our responsibility and a privilege to stand in the gap so that the hedge of protection around our children's lives are strong. While we have an opportunity to bless others, and to help them reach the destiny that God has for them, we don't have authority over their particular lives in the same way that we have it over our own children. Mm -hmm. And we don't have the same accountability before God and responsibility to see to it that our children reach the place that God has for them as much as depends on us as we do with our children. We don't have that with strangers or outsiders and we we love the people of god we love everyone and we mm -hmm. want them to have god's best but we are charged by god to care for our own household sweetheart you had a scripture that you right. wanted to share about that yes so because there there is a difference that you're you're speaking of and it's absolutely true um but this is also what the lord says about it right and speaking of overseers and deacons so those with authority right it says that he must be one who manages his own household well, keeping his children under control with all dignity. But if a man does not know how to manage his own household, how will he take care of the church of God or the body of Christ, right? Mm -hmm. So as you were saying, there is a difference. There is authority that has been given, especially over our children, right? They have their own parents. Not everyone is their parent. But also, as we are talking about um, prophetic intercession, intercession, there is the, what I believe you and you have invited me to assist with this, is to provide the, the complete, not just overview, mm -hmm. but so people have the full understanding. It's complete, lacking nothing. And in that, we also need to recognize if you will, that it first pertains to us in our house. Amen. If we can't manage our, or as the scripture we just read says, mm -hmm. if we cannot or have difficult time managing our own household, how can we then go beyond that and, if, and, and minister to the body of Christ pertaining to those matters? Or we must prove ourselves, demonstrate to be faithful, but also to be a good steward in what's been assigned to us. Amen. As parents, absolutely. And, you know, the tenderness of God's heart is to look at it like this way, in this way as well. Each child that you have, you have seeds that have been entrusted to your care. Mm -hmm. Each child is 
meant by God and destined and purposed by him to become his disciple, a disciple of Christ. And then when they are prepared to go out and enforce the blessing and carry on the same initiative that God gave to you and to all of the body of Christ, which is to occupy until he comes, which is to fulfill the work of the ministry that he's assigned to us and to um, enforce the blessing of God into the earth, turn it all into the Garden of Eden, if you will. Mm -hmm. And how can our children reach that place if we leave them open to the adversary to ravage them? to destroy them and to incapacitate them. You know, look at the, look at the children that you see on TV or, you know, in the community around you, they don't know if they're a boy or a girl and they're trying to have their genitals removed and things of that nature. Is that person ever going to reach what God has for them? That's between them and the Lord. That's between them and the Lord. That's true. But for your children, should they fall prey to that? Absolutely not. Should you stand idly by and watch that come into your household and, Steal, kill, and destroy the destiny God has for your child. God gave you a son. He intends for him to be a son and to grow up and be a man. God gave you a daughter. He intends for her to be a woman and grow up and be a woman of God. And your son, a righteous man of God. So we have to stand in our place and be actively engaged in ushering the plan of God into their lives, ushering the will of God in to their lives by protecting the destiny that God gave them. And one of the tools that he gave us is inter, um, intercession and prophetic intercession. Absolutely. And so we're discussing it. Being, and just uh, I'll read further in, in Timothy, 1 Timothy 3, right? The reason why Paul wrote all these things. He says, I write so that you will know how one ought to conduct himself in the household of God, mm-hmm. which is the church of the living God, the pillar and support of the truth. So, so this matters. Because we need to know how to do this, how this and why this matters to our lives so we can teach our children and train them up in the way they should go. Amen. So it matters. It is of vital importance. And praying for them is how we release the destiny of God, the word of God to now come and come to life in their life. We, we already talked about God gave us a door. He said, this is the plan. This is the strategy, strategy that you must walk to access my blessing. Submit to God, mm-hmm. resist the devil, and the devil will flee from you. Um, so we have to give him permission. And at the same time, we have to remove permissions from the adversary um, by coming the way that God said. Uh, when we left off last week um, in our podcast, we were talking about examples of spiritual authority that God has given to parents and seeing those examples through the scriptures. We also have the um, example example of um, in 2 Kings chapter 4. So it's all throughout the word that we have authority over our children. Um, there was a woman, a widow, whose husband had died and her husband was a, um, a faithful minister before Elisha. This is 2 Kings chapter 4 verses um, 2 through 7. And I'll just read that really quickly. It says, so Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? She said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Um, Prior to this, the husband had died leaving debt and a debtor was going to come and take her children away um, and make them slaves. And she did not want that to happen. The father, through his choices, had turned the children over to become slaves, but the mother 
interceded for them. She petitioned the man of God who would go to God on her behalf, right? She reached out to the Lord in what way she knew and uh, to intercede, to stand in the gaps that her children would not become slaves. Uh, verse three says, then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels, do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured it out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God. And he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt. And you and your sons shall live on the rest. So you see her intercede for her children, stand in the gap because the the debt collector, which the adversary is a debt collector. He accuses the children of God day and night, the brethren of God, um, mm -hmm. the brethren day and night before God, because he wants to devour us. Right. And she interceded and said, no, I don't want that to be the case. Father God, what do I do? She got counsel from the Lord. Correct. The Lord said, I'll do a miracle for her, for you Amen. through Elisha. And then she had to what? obey that's it she had to obey the revelation that was provided for her the prophetic information that was given mm -hmm. to her she had to obey it and go and do it in order to see the result but she did that and then the lord performed the miracle that she needed and she was able to save her sons well she didn't do it directly herself by her own power but her intercession saved them from becoming slaves and being taken away from their destiny um, also in second Kings chapter four, uh, verses 30 through 37, this is the woman who, um, built the house, uh, built a room for the prophet Elisha. And, um, he prayed for her to have a son and she had that son, but then the adversary, which would be the devil came in and stole his life and he died prematurely. Mm -hmm. And then the, the mother, she didn't just go boohoo and cry and sit at the bedside. She girded herself and she went to intercede on behalf of her child whose life was stolen. And she went to God in and this moment she went to the man of God because that's what she knew, but she went to God. Her petition wasn't of Elijah, Elisha per se, because he has no power outside of what God can do. So she petitioned the Lord through him and was able to receive her son restored to life because of her intercessions. So that's also spiritual authority, but we see the principle of standing in the gap for our children. And both of these cases, the children were young and um, needed their parents to intervene. So likewise, when you're looking at your dear ones, don't just watch them go through life. Don't just, you know, watch them stumble over things and hold quiet until it's at you're at death's door. There's no need for that. Intercede early because we know that there is trouble in this world. Did you go through being a teenager? Okay, well, then you know what it's like. Did you go through being a two-year-old? Okay, then you know what it's like. Pray for your children beforehand. Intercede according to the wisdom that God so abundantly applies and makes available to us, not only through his scriptures, but also through our relationship with him and spending time with him. Just, God, what do you say about my daughter? What are you saying about my son? Help me to pray for them according to your will. And taking care of those things so that the adversary is stopped long before he gets into your child's life. Go ahead, baby. I'm so, sorry. So there's a great example, another great example in Job. Mm. If you look at Job chapter one, mm -hmm. 
it discusses, I'll say, his role and how he approached his own children, right? It says that they would hold a feast in the house of each child, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they were grown. They weren't, mm-hmm. they weren't children. Mm-hmm. But it says when their days of feasting and essentially partying were over, mm-hmm. that then Job would go consecrate them and mm-hmm. ask for forgiveness and all mm-hmm. these other things. Didn't say that he wasn't praying in the meantime, right? But right. but that denotes an after the fact mm-hmm. piece, right? And of mm-hmm. course, that held off the enemy, but for so long, right? But even then, you still see the Lord giving authority, and or the Lord having authority and saying, "All right, you to the devil, you can only go but this far," right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, in Job forty-two, you see something very different. Job acknowledges that. Uh, he's declared what he did not understand, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Things too wonderful for him that he didn't know. But then he makes this this statement, and it's in 42 verse 4. Hear now, and I will speak. I will ask you, and you instruct me, right? I've heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now I seize you. Therefore, I retract and, re- retract and repent in dust and ashes. But then if you continue, and it talks about how the Lord restores Job's fortunes, right? Mm-hmm. It talks about how he was given seven sons and three daughters. Mm-hmm. But not just that, it talks about the very, the distinguishing difference, right? These ones, the daughters even, were fairer than, um, in all the land, no women were found so fair as Job's daughters. Mm-hmm. And they had an inheritance among the brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it talks about how now there is future generations, Right? Mm-hmm. So Job had learned what we read in verse four. I'll keep asking the Lord and he'll tell me. And now I can come into agreement with that. Mm-hmm. And you see the results. Job had an, an additional 140 years and saw his sons and his grandsons four generations. Amen. There's a huge difference. Amen. But because Job learned to ask of the Lord and then come into agreement with what, he, what the Lord was saying and revealing to him. Amen. Amen. You know, that's so important for us. And, you know, as I was sitting before the Lord, this is something that he's put on my heart. And not only have I done this for our children, um, but this is something God taught me because I didn't know that. I I just thought you, life is what it is. And you, you know, struggle through and... Well, that's what the world teaches. That's all I had to go on. But God said there's a more excellent way. And this is a kind of an example that he said to me. He said, Kamisha, nobody minds when the Dallas Cowboys have a meeting before a game. Nobody Mm -hmm. minds when they make uh, plans and strategies to win. Nobody gets upset or calls it stupid when they have pregame practices or when they go watch pregame film. Mm -hmm. Nobody has a problem when they study the, the, the um, tactics of their adversary and build a plan to prevail and win the game. Any sports team or any, right. Any business, any, whatever the case is, right. Right. Nobody minds when the coaches call the team in and say, Hey, you're going to do this and do that. And nobody minds when the players study the playbook, right. On the team, nobody minds when they do everything within their power to neutralize their own weaknesses mm-hmm. so that the, uh, the opponents can't take advantage of them and have um, any kind of um, advantage over them. Exactly. Nobody minds that. Nobody 
pays attention. Nobody bats an eye. And in fact, they would go, well, you're being dumb if you don't do these things, Dallas right. Cowboys or um, pick, Giants pick or, or whoever. whoever, whoever you are. So when we look at the natural, we expect those people to strategize to win. We expect them to practice. We expect them to use mm-hmm. every tool and resource that they have. I'm not talking about cheating. I'm never talking about and acting in wickedness as a means of gain. Not at all. Um, but nobody minds when they do that. But now when it comes to the things of God, it's too much. It, it's too complicated, too far off and difficult a concept to think about praying preemptively for your children. Not out of fear. We never do anything out of fear. Mm-hmm. But because we know the adversary is going to come with the tactics and strategies, um, Ecclesiastes tells us there's nothing new under the sun. All right. So then why do we Enemies trying to watch the video and, oh, this is how they move and respond. I'm telling you what. But for the things and the people of God, we oftentimes go haphazardly through life and we're blind because we're unwilling to go deeper with God. We're unwilling to take the tools and the resources and the advantages that we have in Christ and put them to proper action. You know, I, I love God's people and I want us to know and God wants us to know what we have in him and to use it as skillful warriors mm-hmm. in the things of God. The devil should not look at anything else but the bottom of your shoe and the bottom of your children's shoe for your entire time that's, on that's this That's what's earth. been appointed to him <laughs> from the beginning, right? From I'm telling you what. Even in the garden. Jesus already smacked his head and stomped on him and everything else. Now all we have to do is stand where he told us to stand and do what he asked us to do. And you're right, sweetheart. The Lord called his shot all the way from back there, mm-hmm. uh, you're done. So you're there to literally get no, the devil to get his head stomped on. You may bruise your heel, but you're going to bruise his head. And we can't do that from the the bottom. It's an impossibility. We can't do that from ten miles after the fact. The the enemy's already ravished through, and now we're going. Now let's pick up the pieces and try to trudge on. Why not stand in victory? Why not do everything within your power to make sure your children are able to stand in their victory? And, you know, you mentioned Job, and I'm glad you brought him up because he was in fear right. making offerings for his children. His children should have known to come to God for themselves. Absolutely. They should have known to live a righteous and holy life before God themselves. But he was in fear doing vain repetition. What I'm talking about has nothing to do with vain exactly. repetition. It is using the strategies and using relying on the Holy Spirit, speaking what he tells you to speak and standing where he tells you to stand and doing it at a time when your children are young. Mm-hmm. And for those that have a desire, you desire to have kids, God is calling you to intercede for them now because you're not Absolutely. ignorant. We're, we are not unaware of the fact that life is challenging. There's trouble that's common to man. Amen. And the word of the Lord prevails. It doesn't come back void. Absolutely. But it goes out and accomplishes all he purposed. Glory and to God. And he purposed that we would have life and have it abundantly. Glory to God. All right. As, Amen. As, as Deuteronomy 29, Amen. 29, the secret things... Um, belong to the Lord forever. But the Amen. things that he reveals belong to us and our children and our children's children. Glory to God. So that's part of the reason why we are sharing this with you. Amen. Because it's not just for us. Amen. right? What, what he declares, what he tells you in secret, yell it from the rooftops, shout it from the rooftops, right? Amen. So that's what we're doing here. So each of you can, I'll say, enter in to the abundant life that the Lord has already purposed for you to live. That's right. That's right. Wop the, do- the devil's head with the word and do what he told you to do. Thank you so much. We're out of time for today. Um, 
we we appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for liking this channel and subscribing and sharing this with your friends on social media. We love you so much. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.